morning, good morning, and good day, good day, whichever it is. Uh, as I'm driving again, I have a little bit of time so I can record another podcast for you guys. Um, of course, um, uh, I didn't get my dentist appointment today. I went there and they're like, the doctor's not in here. So, the dentist, so I have to come back tomorrow. She's like, yeah, just keep taking these pills, Motrin, you know, until as much as you need before you know you come see her so here i am for another 24 hours of suffering although it hasn't been that brutal yet it's been painful but not as bad um so today i i saw i have some time so i'm going to talk about like how what tools or things that you could use to monitor like your recovery progress and any kind of way to know when to hit your your bigger workouts or stress workouts so um, even though it sounds easy on a paper um, body is a complicated thing Um, so we do have to be very careful uh, before we do hard training and when when should we back off and and things like that so as you guys know the most important thing already is um, for any kind of a training we know that uh, the, the way body works is is a stress and then there's the recovery yeah, so we call, and then there's a super compensation anything that gets better from the stress recovery and then if you goes up a little bit theoretically you should get a little bit better uh, now the question here is the stress cannot be too high and you know and the recovery should be efficient uh, so those two things, variables, should always happen for super compensation to take place. If the workout is not hard enough, and then there's no super compensation because there's no stress. If the recovery is not long enough, then then all you're doing is you're stressing the body, but then you're not letting it catch up, and then you stress it again and now you're in a hole now you think you've gotten better but what you've really done is went backwards and you keep doing that cycle a few workouts and next thing you know you're done for the season your shape is deteriorated and you have no idea what's going on and all you want to do is come back and train harder harder and harder because you're pissed off because your fitness is not there look I've done it so many times being pissed off is not going to do anything, okay? Going out there, you have a bad race and, 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 or, or whatever workout and, and killing yourself the next day is not going to do anything good. It might do good in a short run for your mind, but just think about it. It's useless. You know, you've already had a... It's better to ask, well, why am I having a bad race? Why am I having a bad workout? What did I do in order to have it? Was it just a coincidence? Was there something I ate? Was it something that, you know, well, how is my stress recovery cycle looking for the last few weeks? Where did I go wrong? And so, in today's age, we have so many things that we can follow and use it if you uh, uh, pro- properly, uh, properly uh, pro- um, use it. So what I do is I have a few things I'll tell you about. It. I have outer ring. Aura ring is a, a, a ring that I wear that tracks my resting heart rate, my 
uh, heart rate variability and my readiness for the day and of course is able to tell me my body temperature so what I'm really concerned uh, is uh, just to see my heart rate variability and resting heart rate um, those things throughout the year uh, when I'm a little bit sick when I'm a little bit overtrained when I'm in peaking shape um, when I had corona oh gosh those numbers went really bad um, but I do like to see now on the chart it's looking really good because it, it has taken me exactly as I told you guys before two months from September 20th uh, yeah, roughly two plus months to come back to about 100% of my fitness that I was before. And I would say, yeah, it took two and a half months, like full two and a half months of training just to become back at it. It's like, so it was, and I did use my outer ring quite a bit, you know, when to back off. And, and I knew that, you know, look, if my, sometimes my, my body is also telling me different signals. There's a couple pains here and there. I had some sharp pains in my heart when I had COVID after running. I just didn't feel good. Sometimes I would back off. I would get like fast beat. Then I would be, be get nauseated. You know, I would like, ah, I remember those days. I would have to like stop. And, you know, I always listened to my body. Uh, I pushed it as much as it allowed me to because, you know, I love running. And I'm not going to stand there and take it easy. Was this Jane was more like relaxed and you know forget about the workouts she knew that once the body comes back she'll be able to run faster I'm a little bit more impatient I would be on a, an attack mode I'm always on attack mode and so it did really you know I had to kind of be very careful because I was you know on edge but I did use outer ring uh, another thing that I use I have an excel sheet where I just enter all that data and I just monitor like my averages. I'm not necessarily freaked out by one or two things, but I'm looking at like average, you know, I'm looking at like, hey, what's my average heart rate uh, over the night? Not just the lowest number, so I have two things. So like, it'll be something like a resting heart rate, uh, let's say the lowest number recorded at night, could say something like 36, while the average uh, heart rate was 39, okay? So that was while I was sleeping, heart rate fluctuates up and down so the average was 39 for example I'm giving you an example which is a true example just don't know which day that was uh, and then sometimes I'll be like I'll see like 37 is average while I mean 37 is the lowest while the average is 43 that is a little bit concerning for me then I'll for sure take an easy day you see I just kind of I already know that how my body is feeling but I know it even better how it is feeling when I see the data as well and I'm also seeing other things if I don't drink enough water maybe I don't get enough sleep all of those numbers get affected um, so yeah you do have to catch you know the training on the right days and you do have to recover the right way because because otherwise what you're doing is if you don't have your stress recovery cycle correct you're pretty much just running randomly and you have no idea when you're when when you're succeeding or when you're getting the effect and when you're not and that tells me that you have no idea when you're gonna run fast if ever okay you're inconsistent you don't know if you're gonna have a good performance you use words like hope uh, maybe you know uncertain words that that that's not gonna help you to achieve your best uh, here we want to know exactly uh, 
when to do it and when to do our next workout and how many days between um, do we need to recover. So I'll give you a couple of examples from the workouts. I think that the e everybody's so different. So like the easiest workouts to recover is different for everybody. For me, the easiest workout to recover is a tempo run, okay? I, I'm almost like I only need one day. If I wanna, I might, sometimes I might not even need another day. I would be ready to go again, but I just follow the stress cycle. Tempo runs is really ones, the ones that don't really kill me. I feel very comfortable, enjoyable doing them. And I also feel good after. What does sometimes put me down a little bit for a little bit longer is the long run. The good old long run. Uh, not long time ago, but nowadays, uh, I am getting, I always get tired because part of, one thing about long run is like you do it in the morning and then you have the whole day to be tired. <laughs> so it's like, it's just like gets me tired. Not like I'm exhausted or anything. Even if I run easy long run, I'm still tired in a certain way. Um, so I think long runs are, 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 are more tiring for me. Now, what I, what I can do and what I do sometimes, you know, like to trick my mind that it is a long run, but then I'll be like, it's a workout. That way I don't get work, uh, tired. So for example, I'll go warm up two and a half miles, run 12 miles or 13 miles of like workout pace and go cool down um, two, three miles. So you see, I really did like, I, I, I kind of did like, you know, 16 miles. You can kind of say it was a long run, but since I broke it up, I'm not freaking out and I'm not my mind is not thinking that it's a long run so same thing if I if I go for a long run I always try to like trick my mind that I have different jobs doing that long run that way it doesn't feel like a long run so like I'll be like okay for one hour I can run with this group or run very slow and then I'm gonna go one hour moderate so I divide it into two parts even and then I maybe stop for 30 seconds and then I start like a fresh new workout I don't know, something about it, it's a mental thing or anything like that. Now, Jane, however, she loves the long run. Of course, she drives off it. She can go out there and she's like, oh, is it two, oh, it's two hours, time to go home. And I used to be that way, um, but I don't know, the older I got, it's just, I, I, I don't mind. And look, I feel most comfortable around two hours. That's my max. I try not to go over two hours in the long run. For me, it's plenty of stress. <laughs> if anything, I could go one hour easy, one hour moderate, and, and that's it. Now, if I'm gonna train for marathon, we all know that that's not gonna cut it. But I'm not training for the marathon. So, yeah, uh, when you guys are training for shorter distances, don't don't worry so much about the long run, you know, anywhere from like 90 minutes, you know. Uh, even for some, we talked about it, even for some it's 80 or 90. And then you work it up all the way up to two and a half, you know, sometimes two, sometimes hour 40. Just be consistent with it, you know, like don't freak out about it. Uh, some days, long runs, if you feel better, go longer. When you don't feel so good, back up. Uh, don't have like that exact number. Just know that anywhere from 90 minutes to two hours is where the magic happens. Um, so trying to kind of, you know, work, work your way into that. Um, and don't be so obsessed with you have to get a long run or you have to get two hours or 20 miles every Sunday or it's a failure. I used to be like that back in the days and it backfired on me you know in the long run of course I was I was doing good but the thing is I was always 
I always had a niggle and I always had some injury and I, I was just running through it and it was just always like this hurting then that hurting it's like my body was just always telling me that all these things are hurting but you know you're going out there for a 22 mile long run you know like I've, I mean I've tried so many things uh, in my running career that I know that I shouldn't have done it but this was like you know I'm talking like this was like from 2011 to 2000 like all the way up to 2018 it was like all these years that I done I did crazy things I would run 31 miles in training sometime I did 140 mile weeks one summer every week I mean all I did is sleep and just run and I honestly didn't really I felt like it didn't like the only thing it could have helped me with I was able to run like like 13 marathons in that one year I had a really good base but man I was just so tired all the time you know I didn't really get better I could just go marathon all the time I was so good like I didn't do any speed workouts while I was doing the mileage I became so obsessed that I needed the mileage that I forgot the real goal so what I always tell people now is like look you know somebody be like how many miles do you do I'd be like I don't know I don't count the miles now if I go on my excel sheet I look at the the mileage of course it will show me how many miles I have but I don't go say oh this week I'm gonna shoot for 90 I don't care at the end of the week I look at it and be like oh it was 85 oh it was a 76 mile week as long as I'm getting my main workouts everything else I supplement with easy running and as much as possible sometimes less sometimes more just depending on the things that I'm doing throughout my day you know, if I'm busy and if I got something going on, I'll probably sometimes skip the double. If I, But I try to not skip doubles on my workout days because I always feel like I feel better recovered the following day. If I do my workout in the morning or, you know, and then I do my recovery run in the evening. Now, so for me, you have to figure out, you know, like, are you getting your stress recovery cycle? pretty good are you nailing it or maybe you need some change you know maybe maybe you need to change it up you can go anywhere you can go easy hard easy hard easy hard and I feel like if you you have to really know what easy is and hard is if you're gonna do that method um, because I remember in high school nothing was like people would people they wouldn't even know what means easy honestly I wouldn't even know coach should be like and my coach was Mr. Frigo at the time in Tilly Park. Uh, he'd be like, everybody's going easy. How can you tell? I mean, how did we know as 15 to 18-year-old kids what is easy? I mean, to us, easy is a relative term, right? We go out there warming up on a track, somebody turning up. Next thing you know, we're sprinting the last mile, you know, warming up a mile at six flat pace. I mean, is that really a warm-up? I don't know, it was just ridiculous sometimes. Some of the things like we would sprint towards the finish line, we would sprint towards easy runs, and our races were just so awful. And you know what? I'm not gonna blame the coach, I'm not gonna blame anybody. You know, I just, those days people didn't have garments, people didn't use heart rates and all of that. Like, I mean, there was garments, there were just huge watches, but like, I did get one my senior year. But at the end of the day, it was like, I think that we, in most high schoolers, definitely do not run easy enough um that's yeah like okay i understand you run less miles in high school 
but the principles are the same, right? If you are running a five-minute mile as a high schooler, and you rate, you know, you're running three, three, you run 15 flat for three miles. So let's say you're considered a pretty good high school runner for for a boy. Um, um, so that means that I, I, there was no way that we would run anything 7:30 or eight-minute pace in high school. There was just no way. I I remember that like 6:30 was like, hey, today is easy. Keep it at 6:30, 6:20 sometimes. And I, I just don't think it was fully easy. I mean, we, we, we got used to it, but it was never easy, right? Like right now, if I told myself that I had to go 620 pace right after I did my tempo run the next day, uh, yeah, I can do it, but it, it definitely wouldn't be easy. And now I'd have the heart rate data to prove it that I was really, really wrong. I do remember I have some high school, like some data from high school and uh, things that we did was just, you wouldn't believe it. I've done. We were probably racing quite a bit, you know. We thought we were training, but we were racing. And so, a lot of high schools have the same problem. So, I would just say if you want to be, you know, like, if you really care about your performance, drop the ego, understand what you're trying to do. You want to be, you want to be a champion, go hard on your hard days. For all means, go out there and, 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 and do your best. Now, you want to be you want to achieve your best well you got a plan and you got to make sure that you stick to your plan and you don't let anybody tell you um, like you know about your training and what how fast you can run and and how fast how slow your easy days is just do what you have to do you know like sometimes I will just say no I'm not training with somebody because uh, I have a tempo run that day and I'm sure uh, very rarely do I can get partners that are my caliber you know of course there are some better and there are some worse but I need a person exactly that's gonna go right uh, along my you know my pace uh, but that way that's why I always like doing tempo runs alone because I'm able to listen to my body and there's no certain pace you know um, and I always feel bad, like, you know, if I'm running with somebody, maybe they're not even running their tempo run, but they're just trying to keep up or something. Uh, that I wouldn't do that to somebody. So what I try to do is I, I really try to run those workouts alone. Uh, I do like group runs, of course. Uh, those are for easy days. Those are for maybe the first part of the workouts. You know, sometimes you can make something together with people. Of course, running is a social thing. It's fun. Um, obviously with Corona and all that, you know, now, but definitely run outside. I, I have uh, no problems running with people outside. Um, so yeah, guys, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, you, you do have some sort of way of monitoring your training. Um, make sure that you drink enough water, you sleep eight to nine hours, take care of the basics first before you, you know, start looking for gadgets. But, uh, for somebody that's serious about training uh, aura ring and things like and I'm sure there's other things but aura ring is a great tool that helps me to make sure that I am um, at my best and heart rate variability I like that and, and for those of you that don't know what that is heart rate variability is um, basically your heart when it beats it beats 
all the time, right? But it beats different with each time. So there's like sometimes shorter, sometimes faster. So heart rate variability is the difference between each beat, okay? So the higher the difference uh, in milliseconds, the probably the, the more healthier you are. The lower, rest, the lower the heart rate variability, the more um, not healthier you are or not healthier decision that you made. So like, for example, if I fly out to Europe or if I'm going time zones or if I did, didn't get good night's sleep or if I, I don't drink alcohol, but let's just say if I was to drink alcohol, uh, probably would affect it. Uh, there's just many things that can make a big difference. So I do monitor that quite a bit. Like when I had Corona, that heart rate variability dropped like by a lot. It went from like 130s, 120, it went to like 30s, you know. So obviously it affected the heart in some way. Uh, so I, and, and it takes time, you know. That's why you get an outer ring is an is a, is a investment for your own health, I would say, you know. It's gonna, it's gonna track your, and it's kind of fun to see that all the good decisions that you make throughout the day impact your scores like later on and then you, it's kind of fun to see like hey I was my average was here three months later maybe I lost 10 pounds I started eating more healthier getting to sleep I eliminated alcohol I got a good habit and all of a sudden your heart rate availability jumped up uh, and that's good you know because now you're a more healthier human being it's gonna benefit you. Um, so for, for that reason, um, for that reason, I use Aura Ring, uh, and it's spelled like O U R A Aura Ring. Uh, and, and there's, like I said, there's so many other big tools people use, like Whoop or something like that. It's just so many things. Uh, but Aura Ring is certainly like one of them uh, that's really good. So, um, but also remember guys, at the end of the day, you have to be very careful um, to listen to your own body. You know, all the gadgets are great. Uh, we need them to help us, but uh, they are not the most important things. Um, they are important, but they are not the most important things. So I do, I do, I do always say that. Um, so um, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm finishing up very soon because my teeth, or tooth, is starting to hurt really bad right now. I can feel it. I can feel it. Right now, it's time to take another motion because I can feel that my right side is swollen. So. It's going to be another fight for another few hours. That teeth does not want to surrender. Uh, and that's fine. Um, so remember guys, monitor your training. Make sure that you recover well. Do all the basic things that you need to recover well. And if you have time, of course, you can always do more. And when in doubt, I always say, shoot for the Tuesday Friday workout an easy long run on Sunday um, I think that template can work for majority of the people um, because 
and then always do the session Tuesday session is the most hardest session because that way you're given two days to recover and then Friday I always either do like a I always do like a Tuesday speed session or my hardest workout which is probably speed session with some combination and then Friday is always um, a tempo kind of effort and then you know Sunday is a long run uh, but and it, long runs are mostly when I'm sticking to that schedule uh, long runs are mostly just easy to moderate they're never like because I wouldn't be able to go like very hot like speed workout on Tuesday tempo on Friday and a hard long run on Sunday I would not be able to do that like consistently without breaking down I'd prefer like to take it you know to extend that then if I'm going into that where I'm gonna each workout is gonna be a real true workout like such as the fast long run and things like that I always forget about like the, the, the seven day, you know, then I, I move into a nine day cycle or a 10 day cycle because that way I strive. When I go at 10 day cycles, all I try to do is uh, just get three workouts in 10 days and then just repeat that cycle. So in that cycle, you have one rest day, you have, uh, you know, a long run, whatever, if it's a quality long run, it certainly becomes more quality if you have more time to recover and you're more likely to you know to push the long run a bit harder than it just getting easy or go longer whatever but yeah it's certainly I use that 10 day cycle um, when I'm in high altitude camp or something like that because I just know that at altitude uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna recover as well as you would at sea level so we certainly give the body two more extra one more extra day at altitude because if you did a workout on Monday or Tuesday uh, then we, we wouldn't have the next workout until Wednesday Thursday Friday and then the next workout wouldn't be until Saturday Sunday until Monday and then so on we, we would just go on that 10-day cycle like we would always go on the 10-day cycle and yeah it's always remember it's always better to do less than to do one more workout so don't worry about it you know uh, if your cycle is off a little bit just make sure that you're you're recovering as long as you're recovering from each workout and there's plenty of space bet there the, then then you're gonna be okay remember the stronger the workout the longer recovery think of like as a sandwich you know the sandy burger if you're eating the meat you need you need to have the bread okay so the bread is the recovery days the meat is the is the meat <laughs> so make sure that you protect the meat with the with the bonds uh, with your easy days and, and remember easy days easy so they're just for the protect the meat they're not there for anything else um, therefore I would advise you to Na never I've never start pushing the easy days I have made that mistake in the past where you get in such a good shape that you say well I can run in my easy days faster and I remember that quote just because you can doesn't mean you should right just because you can doesn't mean you should uh, 
okay you know I could run my that just tells me hey if I can run my easy days easy with a certain heart rate that just tells me that I'm in really good shape and number one rule when you're in really good shape is to protect the shape so what you do is by protecting the shape is by slowing down you know like I said lower the ego slow down and know that you're capable of doing big things and don't waste your energy and all of that on an easy long run or easy regular run like if you're gonna call it easy and that day you really don't care about any pace or anything really just go easy you know just keep it nice and light don't worry about it don't worry about the splits none of that just know if it's easy it's easy and you will succeed you will definitely succeed um, so I know I've I've talked quite a bit and I hopefully I was able to give you a lot of information maybe you can adjust your training uh, and look uh, one more thing if you are gonna put like some other exercises throughout your week put it on the workout days okay so uh, on Tuesday and Friday you know if you're gonna do gym always do it on I would say always do it on those days because that way you're truly you're not doing it the day before or the day after okay you're kind of like trying to you know be fresher for the workout and so on and you're not interfering with the recovery process uh, so make sure if you're gonna do a speed workout try to do it the same like right after I always do my lifts right after the speed workout and then my long, you know, like I, I never really try to do a lift after my long run. Some people do that and it's a great way. Or some people even do a double run after the long run. I'm, I'm done. I maybe done that once or twice, but I'm not worried about about doing those things. Uh, it just, you know, it's not my thing. But some people find that they need to go out for 20 minutes to shake it out. Um, so... I'll see you guys on the next episode and have a good day.